And we are back with the Bayou Dragons podcast. It is episode 17. Per usual, it is going to be me and Mitchell McCall. And uh, we have two very special guests that we will be getting to in here shortly. Um, before we get into introducing them, and some of y'all might actually recognize the guy to my right because he gets that motherfucking muddy. Um we're going to give out a couple of shout-outs to some people that sponsor us and we do with and uh, Snuff Cup Spittoons. Um, great product. Actually, do we have the Snuff Cup Spittoon? That? Give me that one right there. Machine washable. You can take off the bottom, put a can of Copenhagen in it, open, spit, done. Then we'd like to give a shout out to Miller Lite because it will quench your thirst. Drink Miller Lite. And if you don't, fuck it. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so let's get into the podcast. So to my right, a reoccurring guest, Rance May. Rance May. You Howdy. Were, you were on our Rance podcast. May. Howdy. You're on like podcast number 12, 13. I don't know. I can't read. <laughs> the Rance May. The Rance May. Rance May music. Some of y'all have been requesting for him to come back. A bunch of y'all have been quoting him. Gator and Hunter Extraordinaire. Gator Hunter Extraordinaire. And then Beast. to the right of Rance May. I'm back. Casey Hedges. He is a entrepreneur. Ba-bum-bum. He is... A local legend, and we we're gonna sit down and talk to him and figure out what are you about. And that, I mean, that's gonna be this whole podcast. And we're gonna have a few cold snacks. So, Casey, I would like for you to introduce yourself. I'd like for you to where'd you grow up? How old are you? You know, the whole nine yards. Just kind of if you're gonna meet somebody, be like, "Yo, what to do?" Nah. I uh, appreciate y'all coming out. Good. Yeah. Uh, it, you made us drive a long ways. It was, I had to drive like 28 miles. And we waited till after Sky's volleyball game. Yeah, I know. And it appreciate was fine. that. Appreciate hey, that. You're good. You're good. <laughs> we had pl- we had margaritas at Tijuanitas. <laughs> right. With Larry Trade Day. Yeah, we actually <laughs> We met Miss. <laughs> hey, this old hey. man. This old man sits down. Old as dirt, and Mitchell goes, I bet that's Larry. That old oh, his shirt, day. his shirt said it, it was labeled Larry, old time <laughs> trade. I was like, That's got to be Larry himself, you know. And I was in there every so day. So I, I was like, I'm gonna go meet him. I sat down and was like, I assume your name's Larry. And he's like, It is Larry on Larry Straight Day. I was like, Well, I'm Porter with the Bayou Dragons. I know you don't know who we are. I want to start selling stuff at your place. <laughs> like, he was a good old man. Good old man. No eyebrows, but good old man. Right. But anyway, sorry, Casey. We kind of so got into my time, right? Yeah, we there. got into I your see, time. I dude. see that. We're hey, dude, I'm gonna try to cut as much <laughs> as I can. So let's hear what you're about, Casey. Um, you, we're sitting here at this table. Uh, it's it's covered in gator hide. We got a gator head right here, and then a beautiful thirteen. What is it? Thirteen what? 10, 13, 13 10. 10 foot full body mount gator sitting behind us. I know you can see it. Tell us what you're about, man, kind of what you do and, and how you got started into the gator world. Man, I'll tell you what, I just uh, really 
everything that we do here was pretty much what Mark Porter did. Uh, Mark Porter kind of frontiered everything that we do. You know, he started in when it was, you know, he was a trapper. When the season opened up, he uh, he started, you know, trapping. Then he started skinning about two or three years into it and uh, pretty much built it to what it is today. The hide market has declined, but we're doing custom skinning. Um, custom skinning and, you know, we scrape and send the hides to American Tanning and Leather. But uh, pretty much just following it you know, Mark's game plan, but as far as, as far as how I got into it, well, uh, you know, back when I was probably 10 years old, I started helping Mark out in, uh, at the Gator Fest and the hide market was really good back then because they just had opened the season. So when the season opened, it had been closed for 50 years. So once the season opened, you know, the higher-end retailers were wanting American alligator, you know. So the it drove the price up. And then Mark being pretty much the first one to really buy in Texas uh, against his competitors. There was a few competitors back then. But uh, there got to be a, like a bidding war on the price per foot of an alligator. So uh, once – you know, Mark kind of established itself and the Gator Fest coming online and, and uh, different things that pretty much put Mark in position to be the buyer of Texas. And uh, <clears throat> I started helping Mark at Gator Fest when I was probably 10 years old, and I helped him till I was 18. But uh, back then, we were taking in probably – well, at one time, we were taking alligators eight foot and down. We were taking them – and putting them in a cooler, like a freezer box, and then we were taking everything eight foot and over out here to the shop, and uh, it was stacked up, you know, as far as gators go. But <clears throat> the the hide market has kind of changed as far as alligators go, so it has gone down as far as like how many trappers are trapping. But uh, you know, the more the guided hunts have kind of come into play. And over the years, the Gator Fest and everything has slowed down. But when I got into it, you know, I was probably – me and Mark kind of fell apart a little bit from uh, the time I was 18 to the time I was, I don't know, Lindsay, I was maybe 30, you know, whatever. But uh, me and Mark started talking again, and, and uh, you know, Mark was ready to retire. So I, I followed Mark for probably, well, since 2018, followed him around. You know, came out here and and uh, kind of learned the business, but uh, you know, takes that long to figure it out because it's a niche business. But yeah, so let's let's break down a few things. So Mark Porter, who he keeps referring to, that is actually my uncle. He was one of the first alligator processors in the state of Texas after they re-legalize alligators being hunted in Texas. He does skinning of the meat, hides, all that. He brought that back. Casey came in at a very young age, 10, because how old are you now, Casey? 60, 70 years old? <laughs> how old are you? 74 and 74, a half. 74, 74 and a half. And a half. So you look very good for your age. Oh, but, damn. <laughs> but uh, so Mark started this business. Casey has bought into this business of alligators, and that is what we're uh, – 
that's the topic we're on. I'm just trying to break up because you kept referring to Mark and people are going to be like, who the hell is Mark Porter? Yeah. What is no, Porter's, no, no, yeah, yeah. Who's Por- Porter's He's process? He's the guy that started it all. And yeah. just introducing how I got into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're you're good on that. I'm not trying to – I'm just saying Porter's process and started out with my next to Ken. I'm wearing Oh, that. no, he's the, he's the nephew. Cherished. Cherished. <laughs> cherished. Yeah, definitely nephew. cherished. Definitely cherished. And, uh, Early. And thoroughly <laughs> cherished. And, I I mean, I've, I've done the roundup for years, uh, and that's I how I met you. you. I did it oh, before yeah, yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, you did it before me because you're old as shit, dude. So, I don't, I, you should have been doing it before me. But, I mean, I'm glad that I was able to meet. That's how I met you through that. Right. You've known Rants for a lot longer. Me I mean, Rants were roommates at one time. Yeah. We don't talk about it much. but Well, I mean, we can talk. We Do we have unlimited time? I mean, how did y'all meet? Before we even get deeper into the process, I mean, we'll go off track. How did... You and Rance, mate. I mean, without incriminating ourselves. Yeah, without incriminating <laughs> ourselves, because we do have probably. You know, uh, nah, I mean, just we grew up <laughs> together. Anahuac, Texas. Anahuac, Texas, dude. And then y'all went to college together. Uh, no. School of Hard Knocks. We went to the School of Hard Knocks for sure. We went to work together. Started shaving around the same age. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, we, <laughs> I wasn't smart enough to get into college <laughs> for one. Uh, so that's why you went into the gator business. That's right. You so, got to be able to, willing to work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that's what we're all about. Willing to work. But, uh, I, I wasn't trying to get you too much, too off topic. I just wanted to, one of the main no, subjects. I mean, that you, and to be real about it, like, and just all, all jokes aside and everything like I want to make sure that everybody knows that, uh, you know, where we are today, really and honestly, we're growing the business. We're trying to do more and stuff like that. I just want to make sure Mark Porter is recognized for what he's done for alligators in the state of Texas. Oh yeah, and we're gonna That's have it. we're gonna have him on, and I we were supposed to already have him on, but other shits came up, and I actually plan on having him on this next Saturday. So if anyone that is listening to it. That's always a reoccurring question or just when we're doing TikTok lives or whatever. It's like, when's the next podcast? Who's the next podcast? Like today, I did a TikTok live. We had like a couple of thousand people end up tuning in. Like, when's the next podcast to tonight? I really just do them when we can at, yeah. at, at this time. I mean, like we're busy guys. We do, we all work full time. We do the podcast when we can. So. Yeah. and But I don't – I didn't say who it was with. I didn't want to say it was with Rance because – People would be getting too excited. Dude, it'd be way too exciting. It'd be way too exciting. When I knew Rance was coming, I got too excited. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, Rance has that. Of, and I just saw you yesterday. Yeah, yeah. I know, man. And we'll, <laughs> we'll get it. Uh, it's, it's, but, it's so, going back. Unbelievable. You grew up, <laughs> you grew up, Casey, doing this, working along with Mark as a child, and you kind of figured out the gator business, and you figured out, like, that's what I want to do for a living. Man, no. Not at all. Oh, okay. That, well, that, it did not happen at all. Okay, well, fuck <laughs> me. So, <then>. like, <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> me, honestly, the, you know, we had done a couple of things, me and my wife. We had bought a, you know, an RV park and different things. People found out about that. Mark found out about it. And we were actually at a church festival, a festival, and Lindsay was singing. And she, uh, I saw Mark there. 
Did she kill and it? She did. She always kills it. I don't know. Hell yeah, brother. So the, uh, you know, <laughs> I saw Mark there, and I hadn't seen Mark in probably five or six years. So we ended up getting talking and just catching up and everything, and he pretty much kind of alluded to the fact that, you know, he's ready to retire, ready, you know, it had been long enough. He'd been, yeah. he'd been, you know, ready to retire. So he's been uh, on this earth for a minute. He's he's ready to fish, white and perch fish, and and you know yes. do the things that he likes to do without having to worry about business. So me and Lindsay the next week came and talked. Like I said, that was back two thousand eighteen. I spent a lot of hours just sitting here, I was sitting in the shop unloading gators at eleven, twelve o'clock at night, just you know trying to learn the business. That's pretty much how it happened. And in 2020, when COVID hit, uh, it was uh, – we ended up buying it that season, 2020. So Hell, yeah. And we're going to get into more of that. I just uh, – honestly, Casey, I feel bad that I pooched earlier because I gave you this whole runabout of how – I was going to give you the snuff cup whenever we gave it. I like the white one better, though. Yeah, uh, that, you that can't that have <laughs> I like the white one better. Well, that's a crying shame. It's not yours. <laughs> some but, bull. You know that's what? some bull. Yeah, but you get this one. That is your snuff <laughs> hey, cup. I love this snuff cup. <laughs> there you go. He <laughs> loves the snuff cup. So, but um, I know you're going to throw in a fucking fat-ass pinch here in a minute. So you I might will. As well spit Just a second. I'll Just throw it in there. <laughs> but, um. So, 2020, you started taking over the business and, you know, really figuring out how much it is, how much work it is. And uh, on the last podcast that we had Rants on, he kind of vaguely talked about when he started gator hunting. And uh, when he was a wee tot. When you're a wee tot, Rants. And uh, I would like to know, like, kind of give you a question. Can I try one of those, please? <laughs> yeah, Rance is handing out. Rance uh, ate all of them. There was a full box before we started this. Yeah, they're dynamite crackers. Y'all ain't never had them? Too bad. But, um, mm. so Rance, when did you start? <laughs> let's let's give you at least a question those, or two. Uh, delightful. From Stuckies? I think so. Oh, I don't good. know. They were for the crew. But they've been sitting there the whole season. <laughs> I've watched them. They haven't got touched. So tonight, well, they're not they stale. got dominated. That's insane. They've made it 20, yeah. what, 30 days. Good seal on the packaging. Hobo, Hobie's Bites. Hobie's Bites. Hey, thanks, Texas Hobie's Barbecue. Bites. Hey, Hobie, if you're watching this, fuck yeah, dude. Hobie does it right. But anyway, so, uh, what you got, man? I was going to ask you what, when did you start hunting? I know you, you know, grew up and. I've. Uh, alligators, that is. Yeah, just to stay on top. I mean, there's there's pictures of me as a you know I don't know. Taught? <laughs> I mean, probably before I was a year old, you know. Like I'm just talking about pictures of me sitting on top of a dead alligator. Kind of like how you're doing with your daughter, Drew. Like the first year they did it, like uh, my uncle Larry and his dad got tags. The first, the first Billy year, Jean, Billy Jean Lawrence. Billy Jean. The first year they ever gave out tags, they did it, and they caught some big motherfuckers, dude. I'm talking <laughs> giants. About, I'm talking, you know, those alligators hadn't, them alligators hadn't been touched for a long time. Only yeah, the know. big boys were available. Oh, like dude. just like, not everything even else better move. And uh, not even green anymore. Just I mean, and that's the deal. Like I've all I've thought about that. Like 
they get tags, you know, them too. You know, they get in like not even, it's not even fair. In like 1989, you know, as, as as I think, whenever it happened, and they get tags, and then they've never caught an alligator in their life legally. Anyway, you know what I mean on a hook and line, the way that you have to do it, the in way the that the state of Texas says you have to do it, and like they come out the box. I think the first alligator they ever caught was like 12 nine. Damn, you know, it's like. But, like, what do you do? You know, it's like, you think about it, like, it's not something that people, like, I've thought about that. It's not something like, now, you know, I've grown up, I've grew up my whole life doing it. So, you know, I kind of know a lot of ins and outs to the deal to make it easier. But it's like the first line you ever set for an alligator in your whole life, and nobody really has ever done it. Did you know? Or, no, yeah, and you pull up the head, and it's just like, what do you think? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just like, it's like the holy lambi- shit. This is way it's before. Holy, it's holy shit because, like, This we is way know, before right? swamp like, people. Yeah. Or any know. of that shit where people, you know, that yeah. gives you an idea of what's going on. It's, it's hard like, It's yeah. hard to uh, imagine you the, the size. You had the land before time. Nine alligator. Yeah. Like, 13-footer, 11-footer. Like, a, I mean, a nine foot alligator, the size of a nine foot alligator. We're we're graced to be able to look at a at a uh, thirteen ten, but really, like the reason it's mounted is because that's like the biggest alligator that's ever been processed here in the last look, thirty years. The, like that's crazy. The way I pointed out to people, I'm like, like because they don't uh, like most people don't understand measurement, and I'm like, can you dunk it? <laughs> and that that's all I got to say is, can you dunk it? They're like, what do you mean? It's like, that's 10 foot. Can you touch the rim? Can you touch the bucket? Oh, no? Yeah. No? Okay. So, go three foot past that. Good luck. Yeah. yeah. That, and I mean, the, how many, and this, um, I'm fast forwarding, but we're going to reverse. How many over 13 did you catch this year? Over 13, just... One that I was totally responsible for. What? But okay, how many did you see this year, Casey? How many oh, did I shit. see this year? Yeah, how many came in was yeah, ridiculous. That's what, I, that's what I'm. Well, that's what I'm, I'm, yeah. I mean, no, it wasn't ridiculous, man. We got two, really three. No, three. three. No, we had a thirteen, and you had like I had a thirteen four. Yeah, from Tarkington. From Tarkington, then the fourteen. Then the fourteen. Then the game wardens. The game the wardens cl- brought in another one. That's you yeah. have five thirteens this year. What's the other two? What's the other two? Because that's the, three that I know of. No, I thought the boys from Tarkton brought you two Mm-mm. big ones. Mm-mm. They brought two big ones. No, so the break. Hold on, well, Lindsay. Lindsay's about to find out. To, yeah, Lindsay's, Lindsay's going to find out exactly, out exactly what. So Casey's Casey's wife, Lindsay, is behind the scenes, and she's going to fact check us. <laughs> oh yeah, we're she's not like we're not using Snopes she here. Is the key that keeps all this running? Yeah, we're not using Snopes. We're using Lindsay. But um, <laughs> while she's looking up that, I mean, I just I just wanted to tell people like because. Whenever, like, someone's like, oh, dude, I caught this alligator, you know, 10 foot, 11 foot, 12 foot, 12 foot, whatever the fuck it is. It's like, can you dunk? And most people, majority, can't. So, if you can't touch the nose to the end of an alligator, which most people can't even do it eight foot, I mean, y'all caught a bunch of them this year. There's a lot of them around Texas, and... We caught some good alligators. You got some good alligators. We got some great alligators. 11, 6, 12 foot. Oh, we're going to get to that. We caught a solid 12. I mean, like, uh, 
Rance May just basically went ape shit this year on catching alligators. I'm going to go into that here in a minute, but the just, uh, yeah, I uh, but back to the thirteen footer deal. Schnikes, Schnikes, oh dude, we got to talk about the Schnikes, uh, you know. <laughs> but I've I've caught He's three coming up. thirteen foot alligators, three thirteen foot alligators in that my is, life. That's and solid. I don't know anybody else besides my uncle Larry. And I don't know if he's caught. I think he's only caught two. Yeah. But Mark. That's what we're. Mark. Mark. Has. Mark Porter. Yeah. Sure. So For sure. Mark Porter, my uncle, Larry, my brother's uncle. We're half brothers. I so you gave the, away one of Mark's 13 heads. <laughs> don't worry. Mark won't watch this. No, he, he knows. Mark, <laughs> I told him that I let it go. Like, I gave it away. He was like, no. I plan on having one. Yeah, but you know the difference between me and those guys? Like thirty years, <laughs> yeah. I'm just yeah. Saying, at least right. <laughs> at least thirty years. Well, when I mean they were able to do it like easy back then. Man, I mean, but I'm not saying so they didn't many. do it right. I'm just no, saying it was. They were so just many different. Them, like, they were so many. You didn't have a seven footer dominating the bait, nah, right? You didn't have nah. a seven footer dominating. There was the bait. a pecking order. You had man. like yeah, it's just like a hen, mother hen. You ever watched a mother hen? Like she will peck the shit out of a chick. Like you don't step in front. Like, like big gators don't let a little gator get in the way. And back no. then, it was they were stuff like that. There's there's still places like that. Like Packing I feel orders. like in the marsh. Yeah. Uh, the ecosystem. But, yeah. Is, uh, still as that pecking order. And I would like to talk about that too tonight. You know, like uh, people just don't a lot. Most most honestly, people don't know about alligator hunting. Alligators. I mean, because you only have what, six, seven states that have an alligator? The yeah. core. Like, county, really? Yeah. Like, like, core counties. Like, yeah. see, we have, we actually have core counties and non-core counties in Texas because of the migration, like, the, they expanding. Yeah. yeah. And I, I would like to get into that, and all that shit is super interesting, and people will find it interesting. Um, but... I just kind of wanted to touch base on while we're basically here is you bought marks, you're running the processing, and Rance knows how to catch alligators. But um, well, Casey also yeah. knows how to catch alligators. No, don't. No. He does. <laughs> no, he knows how to catch alligators. He knows how to catch alligators. I mean, shit. well, you know, you got everybody's got their their niche, right? So, like, my niche is. Um, processing. So that's what we do. So me and Rance partnered up this year to be able to get into the guided market. And uh, we've got a lot of interest, a lot of repeat customers coming back. Probably did, well, we did twice as much as we did last year. It's, uh, you know, people want to go on gator hunts, and they want to go and have a good time. I mean, remember the guy at uh, Oyster Bio? <laughs> I mean, you catch a, a seven-foot alligator, you know, guy, I'm like, I hand him a twenty-two mag and a knife. I've got, like, pick which one you want, a knife or a twenty-two mag. He grabs the knife. Good luck. So, like, here we go. <laughs> like, we got the line. Here he comes. Hell yeah, like, bro. We got the line. We pull him up. Here he goes. Hey, on his back. This, we're talking about, like, a fifty. To get you know, fifty year old man, talk about the fun that guy had. Like mm -hmm. it was just 
a great was it not? It was I don't awesome. Know, yeah. Dude, so the guy that was with us killed like eleven footer. Yeah. Everybody from the lodge, when we went back and dropped the guys off, like walked right past the guy that killed the eleven footer and he's like high five and everybody's like high five. You killed him with a knife, man. That's bad. Well, yeah. Like it was awesome. Like everybody was just super stoked about that. Like I didn't really care about the size, it was just the hunt, well, the experience, the, the you know, it all it was just it yeah, was fun. I and mean, there's there's a deal, you know. I had three guys, we went and uh, I knew I had three gators on. I didn't know the exact size, but there was two nines, and a, and the other one was like a seven, you know. And the other one was in a spot where a big gator had been hanging out, so we were hoping it was the big gator. But so this guy kind of held off because he wanted the big gator. So his two buddies shot the nine footers, <laughs> and we go over there, <laughs> and it's like a six and a half footer on the line, you know. Which is a big gator. I yeah. mean, God dang, he's bigger. That's what I say. Like, bigger than most you people. Him? Can yeah. you dunk him? Can he's you taller dunk than you. He's yeah. taller than you. He's That's taller than you. Yeah, but, but so I, I just see the dejection on the guy. You know, I'm like, he wanted a big one. And I'm like, all right, man. Well, and uh, he's like, where's, and he had a pistol on his hip. I was like, we ain't using that pistol. And I had a knife like a pop-out knife you know and i popped it out i said we're about to kill this thing it's like we're in a boat i was like don't worry dude you're gonna stab <laughs> him in the head i'm gonna get you man we're gonna we're gonna do this together you know so i pull that gator up on the side of the boat you know and grab his mouth and he starts twisting and rolls his <laughs> rolls himself <laughs> that's basically what it was like Snuff cup knocked him. rolls himself into the boat like with where he's just <laughs> oh, flopping God, around man. There's two big old boys with him, you know. Oh yeah, dude, they're they're about to flip out of that thing, you know. We're in a we're like in a gator tail boat, you know, so it isn't that stable. Anyway, I, I get a hold of his tail, kind of flip him around and grab his head, and I'm like, stab him. And he's like, where? Yeah, where do I where? stab him? I was like, man, wherever, some just anywhere behind that head, just let her eat, you know. And uh, he did, but. Then, you know, everything about those nine-footers and he got a six-and-a-half-footer didn't matter. It yeah. went away. Because he, like, cause that dude just, that dude just uh, pulled a live alligator in the boat. Yeah. And stabbed we, it with a knife. You, you say know? it's all about the experience. I mean, I 100% agree with you. Like, a lot of the times, I mean, comparing it to duck hunting, like, we go out there, we don't always fucking slam them, you know. Like, there's mm -hmm. times where, you know, we may only kill, you know, six, eight birds, but – you know, out of that six or eight, some of them might have done it just right. And it was just, it's all about the experience, just being out there with your friends, having a good time, right, and, you exactly. know, some memories you make, you know. And yeah, I can, I can vouch on the alligator deal with like with Mitch, Matt, Damon, all have nuisance license. So I can go, I've, I've caught multiple gators with them, not saying I'm a pro, like a technical pro like them, but like going and catching a gator is a lot more exciting than shooting one. Yeah. Damon called me one day and goes, Hey man, I got a I got a pretty good gator in the pond. Like, <laughs> do you mind helping me? And I was like, Yeah, sure. Yeah. He's like, Bring your rod and reel. I was like, Okay. And I've it was like ten and a half foot. I hooked him, like it was like on his front left arm. I pulled him up to the bank and Damon just swan dives into it. And then we kept him alive. He jumps up and just puts him in a headlock and this gator starts rolling and rolling. And I'm still hooked up just like 
what the? F-? And he finally comes up and he has him like on the bank and he's like, grab his tail. I'm like, Jesus Christ. So I get in the water with him and his tail's beating the fuck out of me. And I was like, well, that was a lot more exciting. We finally got him in, got him into a pond at Gator Country. I was like, that was a lot more exciting than any gator I've ever killed in my life. Exactly. <laughs> and I didn't kill him, you know. It just, like, this some bitch beat the shit out of me. Oh, yeah. But yeah. I like that, like that, that aspect of hunting them. It's like deer hunting with a bow compared to a rifle. I mean, I rifle hunt. I don't bow hunt. But people that bow hunt know, like, up close and personal. So last year we did it with an eleven seven. Eleven seven killed him with a knife. Yeah, dude. That's <laughs> straight <laughs> up. I man. would shit in my pants. Hey, yeah. If the, I don't want to hey, be a part of that. If hunt. the client does it, if the client, I ain't scared of them. Oh, okay. Oh yeah. No, we'll get into I ain't that. scared of them. <laughs> you ain't scared of them. So Casey, you were talking a little bit earlier about um, how gators were. You couldn't hunt them. They were endangered. Can you kind of go into that a little bit? Because I personally didn't know. I thought gator season. Was always existed. I thought you could always hunt. No, they closed the season for several years. They closed it, and uh, I mean, you know, give it time to populate. What'd you say, Ray? I don't know if there was a season. They were just on the endangered species list for a long ass time. Yeah, and then they opened the season. So you're saying they basically eight or so. So they went from just it was just hunting to endangered like when they're like okay well this animal that we've been killing for a while we need to make sure it's good to endangered list to okay now it's starting to overpopulate to hunting is that what you're referring to yeah like i think it was just they were endangered for because people just there wasn't any kind of uh regulation Yeah. yeah uh and then eventually uh that endangered went to overpopulated. Yeah, I mean, and we really are overpopulated with alligators. Just going out in the marsh, I think I counted like 10, 11 plus gators just going to my, my duck hunting spot in the marsh, just going through the main bayou, not even probably seeing half of them. Just they're everywhere around here. Yeah, they're the biggest pain in the butt because they're seven foot, six foot, four, five, whatever. They're the ones that are picking up your ducks, I, swimming away with Oh, them. God. we yeah. have It's we, crazy. We have a video, Casey, of last year uh, Mitchell got of a probably six-and-a-half, seven-footer trying to eat a decoy. Like, decoy in the mouth, just <laughs> chomping down, and Mitchell's just recording it. Like, like Yeah, they're just, he's just chilling in the water, then he'll just, you know, kind of swipe at the decoy, and he's like, okay, maybe this isn't a real duck, but. Like, that's the kind of shit we're dealing with. But, like, so I know in, like, 2000 and – 1819 there was like 1100 tw- tags or so in the state of texas i mean is it close to the same right now or is it is there more mm, no it's probably about the same 18 or 19 you know 18 or 19 really you know was Depending. on the lower end yeah on the lower end because you know we got into it in 2020 the hide market really hit back in the 90s, early 90s is when, you know, you're talking like Mark first got into processing, he's buying them for $67 a foot. Yeah. You know, you got somebody like, you know, Larry's got 20 tags. You know, you go catch a 10-foot average. That's good money. I mean, back in the day. simple numbers. Right. right. So, so a, big a, a lot of people that are watching this probably 
I mean, we've touched on it a little before, but, like, you can't just, like, a guy getting his hunting license, like, I'm going to go hunt an alligator. Like, no. can you what? can you explain, like, how, no. how does one harvest an alligator legally? I mean, the thing about it is, is the tags are issued to a piece of property. They're not issued to me or you or us four. Like, we could have, you know, a thousand acres, but if it's not gator habitat, we don't get gator tags. So the tags are issued to a piece of property, and that's the way it goes. If you're the landowner, then you get the tags. Right. That's just the way it goes, uh, and that's to maintain the population. But <clears throat> me and Rance got, what did we run, 26 hunts this year? 26, yeah. I caught, yeah. 26 we did, 26. and you caught a, cu- a few more for other folks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I yeah. thought I thought you were upwards. Of that rents, but oh, I got, as far as catching alligators, he caught for a couple people. Yeah, I caught I caught thirty three, thirty three total well, alligators. We'll get to that, but for the whole season. But yeah, so basically, for people that are tuning in, watching this, and figuring out like, and this is the same with Louisiana too. Like, you don't just get a fucking tag because you're a resident. No, you have land, you have waterfront. You have gators, even they're like betting on your property. If there's just gators on your property, depending on like the parks and wildlife of your state will fly. They will let you know how many you're allowed and you purchase those tags. And then if you hunt them or not, that's up to you. Well, in Louisiana, they don't buy no tags. They don't buy tags in Louisiana? No, no they don't buy tags. So I'm, I'm a little bit ignorant on... Um, the laws and regulations for how everything works in Louisiana. And we have talked about it a little bit before when we had rants on last time. So I know in Texas, you have to catch them on a line. If I'm not mistaken, catch them on a line, shoot them. Yeah. In the mouth. In the mouth. Hook and line in the mouth. Hook and line in the mouth. So in Louisiana, I know um, their laws are different. So, you know, do they get to harvest? Is it easier for people in Louisiana hunting alligators? They get to shoot them in open water. I uh, I mean I don't know. I'll tell you this. So I don't know if they can shoot them in open water. I haven't looked there. Uh, Ed and Rance is probably a little more abreast of what even in Texas. But I, I would say this: like I went to the uh, and hunted with a guy in Louisiana. It's just totally different. So they don't pay a CITES tag fee. They don't pay for their CITES tag. So like the tag that has to go in every tail, they don't they don't pay that. So. <clears throat> they get on the habitat just because they have so much alligator habitat. They might get fifty, sixty, eighty tags. Jeez, you know, it j- and and uh, they can go. They've got a longer season. Um, they, they can got a whole month. And and if you've got sixty tags, you can set a hundred lines. Right. Like in Texas, if you got sixty tags, you can only set sixty. And Louisiana lines. does have. Would you say Louisiana has more alligators? Than oh Texas, yeah, no doubt, sure. no doubt, no doubt. They yeah. got they got more alligators for sure. Well, but Texas still has a strong population of. Alligators. Oh well, but I mean, Louisiana's got more habitat, right? Yeah. So that's what that's the whole deal when you look at half the state. Well, half the state is alligator habitat. Right? And that's most of our like haters on the Bayou Dragons are like. They want to be Louisiana so much as like, bro. Texas has some fucking bayou. We got alligators. Oh, we got but alligators, like, and we got big ones. We got big, big ones, big alligators. But like Louisiana, big like ones. I think 
and I'm I'm talking out my asshole right now, but like I think I'm pretty sure like in 2018 it was like Texas had 1,100 tags, Louisiana had 20,000 tags. Oh, easy. You know what and I mean? That, like, no, and it is. I mean, everybody you talk to has got 85 tags. Yeah, like and they don't pay for them. They don't so pay like, for them. And we they, buy them. We buy alligators for the meat. Yeah, and most of them don't shoot their tags. Like no, a, they don't because there's not a hot market. There's not. So the ones that are like duck hunters like us uh, or just like trying to maintain the population, they're buying them. Like I bought 200 alligators from Louisiana this year Yeah, because they don't pay a SITs tag and they sell them for a meat price. Back in the day, it was a hide price, right? Yeah. So the hide price drove the market. Now it's meat. And, we'll, and I'm throwing all their hides away. Well, well so it. It is what it is. I another, send all their high, right. the hot tags back. So another question. So I walk in here earlier, and Casey's got a big room. It's it's full of alligator hides. And we walk in there, and he's pointing these hides out, the beautiful hides, like alligator hides. I think they're badass. Right. You know? And he was like, oh, this one here has a little imperfection, and it. it's it's probably wouldn't sell for a whole lot. I'm like, damn, this is a badass hide. Like, right. So why is that? That just a small imperfection will degrade the – the um you know you know the amount it'll hides, go for yeah, and it, it just does go don't, ahead. don't go on why like the imperfection why did the start of not buying an imperfection like what started yeah. I, I know but people yeah. don't know yeah, why yeah, yeah. like because like you're saying. saying like hides used to sell for a lot now they don't why did that happen and what now determines the imperfection on a fucking hide. Uh, well, so like a lot of things. So first off, like the hide, the season was closed. And we alluded to that earlier. The season was closed for so long. Then when they opened it back up, it's a high end market. Uh, most people don't realize that alligator and caiman sweat, or not alligator. I'm sorry, crocodile <sighs> and like caiman they sweat. So every one of these hides is gonna have a hole in it, but American alligator doesn't. So in you know. Technically, it'll really never wear out unless you just rub it all the way to nothing or if it gets a hole in it. So it's the most sought-after leather in the world. So when they opened the season, it was only hide market because they didn't have any farms. Like, there was no farms. It's like chicken farms, right? There was no farms when they started eating chicken. Then they yeah. started farming it. Let's let's all, let's all make money year-round. So yeah. then they started farming it. And then with market trading – different things happen throughout the years you know we got to a point where the farms are creating literally a perfect hide it's a perfect hide and the tanneries are accepting or buying only perfect hides so if there's a birth defect if it just got a like a dimple on the scale or you know a double scale that's not perfectly symmetrical or whatever it is if they don't want it they won't buy it uh Correct me if I'm wrong. Usually, like these, uh, the people that are buying these hides and shit, it's usually around like a five to six foot market. I'd imagine. Yeah, like around that. they'll three grow to five, three to five, three to five. Okay, I mean, just growing them out and getting them to the perfect point so you can make a Louis Vuitton. Like, and I will tell you this as a from a like <laughs> consumer standpoint, like, I mean, everybody might not be this way, but I want a. An alligator that was, you know, 
you know, drug up from the bayou or from the swamp. Land, oh, yeah. You know, like, I think that's badass. An I actual. Wanna, I personally wouldn't want a farm to alligator hide. I mean, it would be badass. Don't get but, me wrong. Right, sure it's yeah. perfect. But, like, the little imperfections just, like, shows, like, okay, this gator was a wild-caught alligator. But also, you have to think cool. this is coming to, like, everybody overseas. Right, it, right. Like, everybody in Europe, they're not getting alligators, you know, so yeah. they're buying alligators from us. Yeah. Italy, France, Spain, all these heavy hide slash leather like collectors and shit right. like that. And it's like gold, right? So it doesn't matter where it comes from as long as it's gold. Perfect. You know what I'm saying? It's like 14 carat or 24 carat. That's what it is. Mm. So we've created a new standard, you know, with the hide market and, and a lot of different things like COVID, like that's stifled the market like drove it down completely so you know it just takes time to build things back but as far as you just you're gonna have scars on wild skin period yeah you're gonna have holes because they fight and and what you're alluding to like i hand-picked the scars that i wanted in my boots yeah yeah like i i told them like that scar right there i want that scar well I, i want you to do whatever you have to do to make that scar Right across the front of my boot. So what I want people to know, like, let's just say a 13-foot alligator. You killed a 13-foot alligator. You're looking at something that has made it through the weather, through the storms, through hell and back for 60, I'm being generous, 60-plus years. Oh, yeah. You have this alligator that's literally made it through hurricanes, just tornadoes, through freezes, through whatever the fuck yeah you're right and just lives they're really and, they're really incredible animals man and dinosaurs fighting dinosaurs true, true yeah. literal, dinosaurs. literal dinosaurs they're fighting for their life and like you kill one and, and it's they like, eat each other they literally eat each other and like they have like some of the most aggressive fucking habitats on earth and then us humans who are a bunch of fucking pussies kill one and i'm not saying us but people in general they're like i don't want i don't want that he has a fucked up scale it's like dude that dude's been alive and done some shit oh yeah like straight up lived life he's lived life it's like elk hunting it's like anything like you kill a big elk a big elk like a wild elk and you're like if you kill one it's like dude that thing has made it through some shit deer same thing People don't understand that. that no, they, it's like the more to me and me and you and 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 us, we think the more scars, the better. <laughs> the character. That's what I'm saying. Character. You see right. one that come in and it's got literally. We've seen them come in like they've got like a without hole, an a hole all the way, like a rip all the way through their belly. Yeah, like that's the guy you want to put your money on, right? That's the one you want to tan. So, I don't know. It's just a difference in folks, right? Yeah, no, but I just I just wanted to let people know, like, and that are tuning in or listening or on the TikTok live, like, these, these things have gone through shit. And it's funny that the, the market, and most people don't know that, it's been washed. And I, I personally find it, and everybody here, finds like the natural alligator market like that's ideal you want that that's what you want you want that scar you want that 
that story. You want your fucking boots to have a story. You want your boots to be able to tell something. You know? And yeah. I might be. No, you're you're 100% correct. Like, I'm the same way. We're all the same way. But, like, how do we get to that point to get where we make it cool again? Back, back it's to It's one of those point. deals. Like, how do you make that cool again? Well. So, we've been thinking of that. Yeah, like, that. That has been our one of our topics that we've talked about pre before this podcast. Me and Casey, me and Rance, me and Mitch, on how to make alligator hunting cool again. Make a, I, I kind of want to create that shirt. Make gator hunting cool again. Just <laughs> hey, like straight up red shirt, white letters. Gaga, gaga, <laughs> gator. <laughs> Yeah. Great again. Great, great again. Gaga. <laughs> but, yeah, I was just curious on that deal, and um, we'll continue further with all this. But let's kind of give a recap. So before we get into how we're trying to make Gators cool again, how was y'all season this year? I mean, truthfully, Rance, Casey, I mean, y'all, y'all did a lot of hunting this year, a lot of good hunting this well, year. I mean, so for us – we process we process so we've got you know we did close to 600 alligators this year 600 alligators in 20 days we did a lot 600 uh, out of probably 1200 maybe something like that i, I mean I'd, i i don't want to speak out of turn and so i don't know exactly what was issued i know we turn in tags we're gonna turn in tags so i know every issued tag isn't filled but uh you're looking you know, at 3500 issued tags maybe i don't know but uh y'all probably issued y'all probably showed more issued tags than anybody else that and that's a safe bet i i would think that you know that's a good feat for 20 days to process right at 600 alligators I, that's pretty good i think so uh most deer processors i say most a lot of deer processors that i know do about 600 deer in 90 days, you know, at least 60, you know. So, it's a process. Shout out to my crew. Couldn't do it without you. Uh, there's That's the bones, my wife, everybody. Yeah, no, um, give all them a shout out, man. I mean, mm, yeah, Juan that's that's a big Junior part. And Lupe and Rogelio, a lot of, a lot of the folks that do it and for us year in and year out, it's the only way it's possible. Well, yeah, so. They're the only ones that make it do, but what what happens when you get a gator? Because a lot of people don't understand that, too. I mean, I'm trying to just break down this whole process. You so, get an alligator. Yeah. Tell me what you do with it. I mean, <clears throat> if if you bring an, you kill an alligator, you bring it to us. Bring the alligator to us. We're going to skin it. Most of the time, 99% of the people are that bring this alligator are going to get the high stand. So we skin it, we custom skin it how they want it. They want the back or the belly or whatever they want. And then we scrape it, salt it, and we'll ship it to them from the tannery. And then as far as the meat, we process the meat the same way everything gets processed. It gets defatted, tenderized twice, and we put it, vacuum seal it. So, and, I mean, we charge to process both. But, uh, yeah. You know, a lot of the, a lot of the meat that y'all process um, – does that go back to the customers, or do y'all sell to any restaurants, uh, so, local restaurants, or anything? We do. So the thing about it is, we buy we buy about two hundred alligators from Louisiana, 
And uh, but a lot of the people that bring us alligators, the skin and scraping salt, they want some of the meat. They want all of the meat. They want more. We we process it because we only have twenty days. We process it all the same. Everything's processed the same because that's the only way to keep up. <sighs> so, uh, you know, we basically just like a deer processor. Whenever you take your deer meat in a cooler to a processor and you say, hey, look, turn it in a sausage for me, they charge you by the pound. We just charge by the pound So for what we do. Yeah. And a lot of people have never eaten gator meat. Gator meat is, is damn good. Yeah. What, well, actually, that this is the next question. Rance May and Casey Edges, what is your favorite way to eat alligator? Fried. Fried? Fried for Rance May. That was... That was easy, right? Right. Okay, so <laughs> we like frying alligator down here yeah. in Southeast Texas. It's uh, uh, it's easy. You have some nice tenderized meat from Porter's Processing, and then you take it and you throw it in some fucking cornmeal. But um, I can't. I can't. I'm. I'm. I know where on the pod he is. I can't really remember where the first question. I know we were talking about like how did uh, our we season were, go? Uh, yeah, kind of went off on a tyrant. Right? Well, I'm sorry. Uh, the season was great. Yeah, we no. took. Uh, <laughs> we, we we started on basically. My question was, how was your season? And tell me, and I'm I'm just I'm just expecting. Give me like a few solid gator hunts, and there's one in particular right. I want to hear from y'all. Only one? No, uh, no, no, no. Be you know which one I'm talking about? Snikes. So uh, <laughs> we had we had some clients come in oh, from. Las Vegas, Nevada. Hey, and shout uh, out to Las Vegas. Yeah, shout out. <laughs> shout out Las Vegas. Yeah, why not? Viva, baby. <sighs> Viva. I can't wait to go back. I can't wait to go my first time. I've never been. I've never you ain't never been to Las Vegas? I've never Grow up, been. brother. Hey, Actually, hey. Come on. You got to go to Vegas. See what he said? We got to go. You got to go. You know what? Let's go. Uh, let's go. I'm <laughs> with it. Hey, like, let's go. I'll now, miss let's my first go. day of the okay. tour. So We're anyway, ready. yeah. I'll go to Vegas. <laughs> to hell with that tour. <laughs> uh, Speaking of, by the way, Rance May, we're, I'm just going to go ahead and jump fucking boat. Rance May is about to be touring with Brad Paisley. Hey, coming up. Hey, hey. I am, like, I am about to in go. Multiple, multiple states, multiple city. I don't know what the fuck you're doing. It's but, uh, it's just playing with uh, playing with Brad Paisley, opening the show. I know, but how many... How many Days, how many what? Six dates. Six in, dates. In uh, three weeks. You're going to get a little mud on the tire. That's right. <laughs> so dude. Rance May right here, who's ever live on TikTok and viewing this fucking podcast, listening, viewing, Rance May, Brad Paisley. Coming to a Texas, Yeah, Texas date. I'll, I'll be the, there. Uh, the Texas date is uh, October 19th. October at, 19th. Uh, Where are y'all playing in Texas? Globe Life Field in Arlington. Where what? The, where the Rangers play. What? So, so yeah, bro. where you watch? Like, yeah, I'm big timing, bro. <laughs> yeah, bro. I'm big timing, bro. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. But, uh, so, <clears throat> had these folks in from Vegas. Yeah. They, uh, you know, old boy wanted a big one. So, caught an 11-6. 
We set the night before, though. We set the night before. Yeah, we and, took them out there, and that's new. They got their they got their ass handed to them by deer flies. Hey, look, that's we it, set the lines. All right, people set about, the lines. How did I show up? Hey, all right, yeah. Let me <laughs> let me let me start that well, real quick. Hold on, wait. Before you even start that, that's a pretty new thing for Texas being able to set. You know, the night before. No, no, you can't set the night before. You're saying this, well, this was, was Saturday this night. This was Saturday night. We, we went to go set Saturday evening. Saturday the season dark. didn't open before dark. Yeah, before dark. <laughs> before Thirty dark. minutes before 30 dark. Minutes prior. Anyway, I, I, and everything was cool. Yeah. So, I, but and law abiding. Casey shows up to the boat ramp, and I think you might have some friends that were leaving the boat ramp while Casey was rolling up to the boat ramp with the boat. At the refuge on <laughs> Oyster it, Bow. Is this the one tire story? Yes. Oh, yeah. And okay. He rolls up on a rim. And Straight I'm talking rim. about like a rim that's cracked in half. <laughs> He's been rolling since like the Fitzgerald's dryers, <laughs> dude. Dude. So, or people, tanks. People that don't understand. So, I get a Snapchat the following day. And I'm not trying to interrupt you. We have all the time in the world. I get a Snapchat from Rance of Casey, who's on this video podcast, and y'all can see him. He goes, I didn't give a fuck. <laughs> seven miles back, I lost my tire. Yeah. It's like seven miles? He's oh. like, I didn't have time to change it. We're going to set. We're going to set. <laughs> oh, Musgrave rolling in hot, so, baby. Yeah. <laughs> what's funny is I'm at work that day. That that the morning y'all set all them them lines. I get two Snapchats from two different people at the boat ramp. They go, Man, this motherfucker must be having a badass day. Like he must be having a shitty ass day. And I get a video from Rance May, and it's Casey going, "We still setting lines. <laughs> ain't nothing like can we, stop us. Ain't, ain't nobody stopping, stopping us. <laughs> we setting the line. Hey. I've been going. And then we like caught sixteen a, miles. We caught an eleven six. Eleven six yeah. on that night. No, we're we're gonna get to that. I just I just wanted to let people know. Like I saw this video from people before Rance showed me. And I was like, was this at the Anahuac Refuge? No, yeah. it was at Pace Track. Okay, because yeah. I yeah. actually received a Snapchat like someone's having a bad Mason. morning. Yes. Mason. Yeah. And had a picture no, of that. We had a great so morning. We had, no, no, no. So it that was, was the night morning. before. They saw my stuff at the boat ramp the next morning because I left my boat in the water. I just left my boat in the water. And uh, we left backed the trailer in, there. Left the trailer, the truck, everything. <laughs> Me and Rance went scouting that night. Oh, <laughs> Mason Sparkman. Yeah. Mason Sparkman sent us a Snapchat and said, "He said, damn, these dudes are having a badass night." <laughs> and then I'm like, I'm like, fuck, that sucks. Like, I'm like, but that's a big ass boat. Like to be be one hunting in the marsh. And then <laughs> I look at Rance's story and I see Casey just going. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> we setting out lines like 14 hours before. Ain't and I was nothing like, can stop us. Ain't, no th- ain't, ain't nothing can stop, stop, stop us. We're going. He we're setting like, lines. <laughs> no, so like, we, we were DJ here. DJ Candid. That was our first group, right? That was our first yeah, group the of hunters. The that first was the first day. group, and they were all there. The guy, they wanted two gators, and uh, the guy's like, a, he's like a hunter. I mean, like, he builds his own bows and, and arrows and stuff so he's wanting a treat you know and we're running late i'm trying to get all these down he's cutting rice i'm trying to get all these damn uh posts and you know lines and everything put together and you know he shows up and we end up being like an hour 
at least an hour. They're here just kind of like waiting on us to go and everything. And finally, I'm like, look, I'm out of diesel. I said, look, y'all just go ahead and go. So they went. I went and got diesel. And then about 15 miles out, pow, tire goes. And I just kept rolling. I never even stopped. Just kept going. 15 it, miles. Dude, it was like 15 solid miles. Full send, fuck it mode. Dude, and I went, and we went, and we went. Like, once we got to the middle of it, the the refuge road, my rim split in half. <laughs> and my, my trailer, I couldn't go faster than like 15 miles an hour because my trailer kept bouncing. Boom, 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 <laughs> boom, boom, boom. So I was like... I went like, I was just like, God, please just get me there. Please. If I can just get my boat in the water, we're good. So, like, dude, it was so funny. I literally called Rance that morning whenever I saw the Snapchat, and I was like, I was like, yeah, I have a problem getting there. And Rance, like, talked to me like I was a jackass. He goes, what do you mean? <laughs> I was like, I was like, I saw, like, I, said, I was like, I saw you and Casey have, like, a rough time getting to the boat ramp. He goes, nah. And I was like, everything like, went smooth. Like, like, yeah. No, that's no. literally no. It's We're fucking. Good. Of course, it's random. We I'm fine. Like, like, and he sent me. He personally sent me a video of your wheel blowing off the rim. And he's like, No, nah, dude, he just drove like that. And I'm like, And like, was we it, made it. Was it bad? And he's 11, like, six. Dude, it's so funny. Rance just like acted like I was a dickhead. Like he was just like. Nah, dude. That's what we do during Gator season. When you got 20 days to get it all uh, done, you just no. and get it done, bro. That's what I want people to know, too. We get it done down here. But it was so funny that I was like, I was like, Rance, how, how, like, everything was cool? He's just like, what do you mean? Like, act like. So, shaved. Rance May music. Um, <laughs> You did some gator hunting this year, and I was just wondering about some of your better hunts, some of the bigger gators interesting stories i mean i know sometimes you'll have a big gator that comes up and is very lethargic and you kill it and it's nothing you could have a five footer that comes out and tries to bite the shit out of everybody you know Um, i just want to know what the fuck how your season was i had uh i had some hunts i had to make uh pretty exciting and then i had some hunts that were real exciting like uh the one we were touching on earlier where he rolled up with the trailer on the rim. Uh, we ended up catching eleven six, and we pulled up on the line. We set the line. We saw the alligator. We knew it was a good one. And we got there the next day, and because it was a good one, we gave it a long rope, like a 100 foot of rope. So uh, the gator had crossed a levee that was like in a ditch that we set it on. <laughs> back into the bio wrapped around like two pilings that's in the water you know and then oh my god and then up on the bank and was just kind of stuck up on the bank so immediately we're thinking he's dead yeah that's what we think when we're pulling up like gotta be you know and i get off and i kind of I get off the boat and kind of start stomping around on purpose, you know, and he starts hissing. And I look, and I can see his eyes open. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so anyway, uh, the guy that we were taking from Las Vegas, uh, his name was Justin. He got out, Shut had up. the gun. Yeah. Um, 
he had the gun and you know i'm telling him you got to get up close to shoot him and uh he starts walking up and he gets pretty close i'm trying to tell him you need to watch the tail if he slings that tail around you're fucked you know and <laughs> he uh he gets about where he's almost in time for shot and that gator hisses and turns around and comes after his ass and he just yells out Holy shnikes! <laughs> <laughs> and then he looks at it. He's like, he was, uh, he was coming up, <laughs> you know, like he was, <laughs> he was coming up. He was coming up. <laughs> and, and I'm like, you know, it's all, you know, I'm like, easy, like, hey, buddy. Hey there, buddy. Hey, hey there, buddy. <laughs> easy there. So he comes around the other side. And I'm like, man, you were better off where you were, you know, <laughs> yeah. like. He's hitting the end of that line on the other side, you know. So he starts walking around, and that gator takes off. Like, he's moving, and that fucking line is like a piano string, dude. I, like, that bitch is about to pop. Just one doing, 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 Yeah, dude. And I just, all of a sudden, I'm like, all right, we're just going to have to go ahead and shoot him there, bud. Like, shoot him, just, bud. Yeah, just we're we're, shoot him, bud. <laughs> you're going to have to put one in him. So uh, he did. He stepped up and shot him. We put like three in him, make sure he was dead. But <laughs> it was a, uh, you know, it was a hunt that dude will never forget. His first dude. one, and he's ruined, you know. Oh, he's ruined. And yeah. we're gonna, he got a hell of a gator. For the video, uh, people that are watching, not the audio, we will be putting this uh, clip up because I have seen this video, and it is hilarious how he just, I've been talking, he is close. And if y'all have seen Swamp People, which a bunch of the viewers have and shit, you know, he's, Close. And he just goes, oh, nice. <laughs> oh, my like, God. Like, he just He, like, belt. ran across an alligator slide. Like, yeah. There was a slide going. That's where the gator was going. And he just hit the end of the rope. It was uh, funny. Like, it was funny to us. A bunch of people were like, oh, shit. So, that that was probably the funniest story I've I've heard. I mean, that was, what, 11-footer they all caught? 11-6. Yeah. And that's six. not even... No, I uh, I'll tell you I there was a uh, and we thought he was ten. Like, look, when we saw him the night before, because we saw it, and that's yeah. why we set the extra rope. We saw him the night before. Both of us were like, he's a big ten. Like, big we're ten. looking at him like me and Buzz Rand's like he's a he's big pushing 10. Like, eleven. He, yeah, he's 10, pushing 8, 10, eleven. 9. That's what we're looking at. And we get him in the boat like, and it took us all me, him, and Justin because it was three girls with us that went, and one of the girls like. Went and killed a gator. Uh, but when we get him in the boat and we roll him over to Rance, we're riding back to the boat ramp. Rance, like, he'll go 11 6. He'll go 11. He's like, he'll go 11 6. Yeah. And he we was, get him back in like 11 6. Yeah. Like, he was he's right at 11, yeah. 11 5 and 3 quarter, 11 6 and a quarter. And like, it's just like so close, you know. Close. But, uh, you know, and then there was a, uh, I started hunting a ditch late season that uh, <laughs> are what dreams. A are, ditch. What dreams are made of. And they're what dreams are made of. <laughs> yeah. That and might be the next title of our shirt, What Dreams Are Made Of. Man. The just, chicken hanging. Just what the, dreams are made of. Yeah. Just a fucking, a That's literal, to tell you. a piece of fried chicken. All right. Fried chicken. And it <laughs> says, what dreams are made of. <laughs> What dreams were made up? No, you I uh, so and you have a bunch of people underneath. Just like the first, yeah. the first afternoon, I went out there to hunt this ditch. 
um, I walk out, you know, up on this saltwater barrier, and there's just like five 12 footers just swimming around. I'm just like, are, are you fucking kidding me right now? Like, all we, got, all we got to do is catch them. This is for real. <laughs> yeah, like that was that was my whole deal. It was like it's all I could think about. And I'm not gonna lie to you. For like, I told him last night. Like I've dreamed about it every night. <laughs> I've dreamed about that place every fucking night since Gator season ended. But <clears throat> I got there that afternoon. Got to looking. Well, I look under the bridge. There's a bridge going across the ditch. And there's one hanging out there that's a grown fucking man. Like, you know? yeah, that dude like, is all the way there. Sure enough. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was no brainer, you know? Yeah. So I spent like an hour trying to get him fired up. And there's like 30 smallest alligators, like eight and a half foot, like nine and ten footers, yeah. you know? That all are these just, gators have dicks on them. Just getting fired up. Yeah. About, and I'm throwing them pieces of meat and. Uh, we, uh, I, he won't come, he, he come out from the bridge for like a brief moment and then just turned around and went straight back. So I hung a line because I couldn't get him fired up. I hung a line. I'm not exaggerating six and a half foot off the water. At least. Dude, on so, this place, they have, uh, they hung it, they hung it like five <laughs> foot and caught a nine footer. Off of the water. So, the, before we go past this point, so people don't understand, like, just tell them how, like, an alligator so, bites someone. Yeah, you know so, I mean? so, I have a, remember I have that, a, remember that three-footer, like, four-footer that we went, turned around that night we took Justin and them out? Yeah. And he was just hanging on the chicken. Oh, the yeah. Jaw. Yeah. That's somebody who's, like, four-foot I thought he was, I thought that he was hung up on the line. Yeah, caught the hook. So, so the way – let me explain that to you real quick. So yeah. there's a stake in the ground. There's a rope tied to it. Yes. And there's a leader tied to the rope with a big hook that's got bait on it. Yeah. So they eat that bait. They swallow it. They're tied to the stake. Yes. And you have them on the rope. That's how it works. Um, so we were – after we set our lines that evening, we caught that 11-6 I was telling you. We rode by a line that I'm not exaggerating was at least four feet out of the water, at least, and had like a four foot alligator hanging on it. And the way that and these guys set it. their lines, I just passed it. We went and set the line. We came back. It was still on the line. Yeah. So I was trying to help out the guys that we knew set the line, and I thought it was just hooked in the mouth. Also trying to help the gator because it couldn't break the cane pole. That's how small it was. Yeah, it couldn't break the cane pole. He didn't so, hang it from the pole. So I was going to get him off the line because he look he was he would have died on the line if he had he been mouth hooked just the way it all was going down. Yeah. Um, but he wasn't even hooked. He was just literally was holding on to the bait and like just that. Thrashing. Yeah. So just thrashing. Look, people that don't know and he. He gave it brief. You have these big levees. Most of the time where we're hunting, you have these big levees that go straight down to the water. You have a T-post, like he was saying, and you tie a piece of cane pole, something that is easily breakable, so if you do catch an animal, it goes with it, and you know they'll be alive down in the water. This gator couldn't break the fucking cane yeah, pole. Yeah, it was that small. And, and you, you try to set it as high as you can because, like, a big gator, they push up with their tail. 
they can jump. Like, an 11-foot gator can come four, five, six foot out of the water because they come straight out. Easily. Easily. They come straight out, grab it, pull it back down. So, you, you, if you put it above a certain amount, you're not going to get those two, three, four footers, usually. Yeah. But y'all well, got one. Well, no, so that big one that I'm talking about, you know, we I couldn't spend an hour trying to get him fired up to come bite the bait. He wouldn't do it. Uh, hung it. No exaggeration, like six and a half foot off the water to make sure none of those nine and ten footers could get it. We left, went and rode the property a little bit, went back up to the front to the to like the headquarters. Uh, forty five minutes, turned around and came back. The line was down. That gator wasn't under the bridge, and I was like, "No way!" Forty five minutes. That dude, it, he was he was that worked up about it that he was. Because I was feeding those smaller gators. I say smaller gators. They're all big. But yeah, I'm just, six, compared seven, to him, you know. Yeah. That, nine, ten foot. Yeah, nine, ten foot gators just throwing them pieces of bait, you know. And they're just eating. It's driving that gator nuts, you know. So, pull that rope up. And they're, I'm telling the guys that with me, I'm like, this. it's a fucking good one. You know, like there's no doubt about it. Is it good? And that son of a bitch pops his head up, and I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> End up killing it. It was 13 foot even. 13 foot. But. Hadn't seen it at this point. Well, under the bridge. Yeah. Saw its head in the shadows. Just knew it was a giant. I had no idea it was that big, you know. So, the next morning, killed that 13 footer that evening. That guy. That came and shot it. Mike Hawkins coming so through. The next morning, we had another guy that wanted a big one. Big one. And he wanted a decent size, like a small one for a pit. Too. We go to the Ditch of Dreams. The Ditch of Dreams. And there he is. He's out there. And we look up. Big 12. We didn't even set a line. No. Look we up. didn't We didn't have any gators on for this <laughs> there guy. He, is. he showed up. That's the so, one. So. Uh, Everybody hangs back. I get out there with a line, some lung on it. <laughs> Throw it out there. Before you go on anymore. Telling all your secrets now. But. No, I don't want to elaborate on that, though. You don't want to elaborate? No, I don't really want to elaborate on that. That's what I'm saying. I just gave a little bit. You shouldn't, you shouldn't yeah, even say that. I do the lung. Hey, but that's, hey, he threw chicken out. Don't fucking it's a, worry about it's it. I threw the lung. Well, no. It's uh, so on a hundred foot of rope. Yeah. Long on a hundred foot of rope. On literally like the fourth throw that I made, he popped because he went down once we all kind of walked up and looked at him, the big one. On that throw, he pops up out of nowhere and just eats it. Like, I was unsure if it was him. Then he turned his head, and I'm like, oh, that's definitely him. And just eats the bait right in front of me. And he ate it. But sometimes whenever they're on that line like that, they want to swim off a bit. That's why I give yeah. them a long line like to eat fish. it. Like a garfish. Yeah. So I gave him a bunch of line and then saw that he had it, like, in his throat. So I gave him the Jimmy Houston. And I just reeled down and set back on him. And it hooked right, like, inside the inside of his jaw, you know. But he was on. We killed him. He was right at 12. 
He was 12. Yeah, 12 foot. And then uh, that guy, he wanted a five-footer to put on his pit hole. So on that same line, on the same lung, because he didn't swallow it, I got the hook out of that 12-footer's mouth. Took it out. We ripped Took it out. out of his mouth. Same lung that I just caught that 12-footer on. I threw it out there. Five-footer ate it. Jimmy Houston, him. He shot him, like, within three minutes of each other. The dude killed a 12-footer and a 5-footer. It's like, hunt's over, dude. Hey, it was, yeah. it was nuts. It was <laughs> nuts. Yeah. yeah. It was uh, it was legit. But, um, yeah, man, we, you know, it's been tough. We we uh, had a cold front the last week. Had a, had a cold front the last week. Had uh, a big gator during that cold front die on the line. Oh, yeah. You know, and you know, it happens. It's. That's something that happens, and people that do do it understand. Some people that don't just, I mean, you're setting out a, a bait and a line legally for an animal, and they swallow it. It they happens. Might swallow it you know, they get, hooked in their, they get hooked in the heart of their lung, and it's kind of game over. Like, that was the fastest I ever seen one die. 45 minutes, an hour tops. He was on the line. This Got back over there. He was dead. Yeah. And a lot of times, bigger gators will grab them and pull them. Yeah. They and start, start pulling ripping. on them, and, and they start pulling things. Because if they're hooked, they're not going to pull against the pain. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So, it, yeah. it just kind of, I think, other gators, man, I'm, and when you do, they're they're very, I mean, they're cannibalistic. They'll grab onto them. Yeah, they're aggressive. And like, they, it starts thrashing. It starts thrashing around. They'll come get them and yeah. grab them, pull on them. Yeah, I just. But I'll I tell you, we caught a lot of nine and ten footers. Yeah, and that that's that's you know those are that, solid nine alligators. foot alligators a trophy, man. I mean, really. Well, I'm five ten, so I mean that motherfucker is standing above me. And that's I mean that's the thing, people. Everybody wants to shoot a ten footer. Everybody wants to shoot eleven, twelve. You know, bigger the better. And and I get that. But honestly, like being in this business, you know, as long as I have, I. The best hides are six footers. Yeah. You know, if you if you want to get something done with it, because like a watch band, like if you get a watch band made out of your alligator hide, like you got a ten footer, that's one scale. Well, you can't tell what it is. Yeah, look, you know that, what I mean. Like a six footer, you can use any part, right? The belly, you know, all that. Why is why is that um, the best part now? Okay, and I'm saying like you're a wild alligator hunter, meat processor, whatever. Why is the six foot alligator now prominent? Well, I mean, the because they haven't been in fights and stuff like. But like, this is like a ten footer right here. See how big his scale is. You get a wallet made or or whatever. That that scale, it's hard to tell on this belly part. What but it, what it actually is on a six footer, that scale is going to be that big. Yeah, but instead of, I'm talking like, mo- like this right. I, I don't I don't want to yeah. be. I don't want to be out of line, but like most alligator uh, farms, they and uh, especially in Louisiana, like they're cleaning and killing their alligators at six foot. Six, most of them are foot. at three, three yeah. foot. Some at three, three foot. foot. So three foot. So three foot. Yeah. So people that are out here that listen to our shit, but don't do any outdoor stuff, but you like gator hide, you're probably killing a three foot alligator if you're not buying from. You know, an actual person that's hunting them and 
harvesting wild alligators. So three foot. I didn't. I didn't think it was that small. I think three it was like to th- four foot. I mean, that's four. what that's what you want to harvest them. At. That's the. They're raising them bigger than that, but ideal scale. Yeah, because they have got. It's all about you got. Yeah, it's just like a chicken farm, right? So like, look at that chicken. He's got a good breast on him, whatever. Uh, the same thing about a hide. He's got a watch band hide. You know. Yeah, watch bands. And there he goes. Yeah, Louis bands. Vuitton stomach or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Really, the name of the game. At the end of the day, is how to get more people interested in gator hunting. Yeah, no, no, no yeah. doubt. That's what we've been thinking about. I've been thinking about for the last, since, you know, 2018, really. 2018, and that's what we've been talking about and trying to bring back the market of wanting to gator hunt because it's getting stolen from the people. I'm saying the people, us, you, anyone that has an interest in gator hunting or trying to make a living out of doing it, especially in Texas, is people are, I'm not going to say fucking up, but people are fucking up. The the market, just basically whitewashing the market with growing all these imperfected alligators, and they're using them because there's no market in the hide. They sell the meat for next to nothing, and you have people like you, Casey, Rants, who are grinding for this shit and don't get nothing from it. So I would like to hear about your your intentions on how to maybe make it more interesting, really, to the general public. Well, I uh, <laughs> my I mean <laughs> I uh, we've talked about it a lot, you know, and I think that. Uh, it's going to just come down to uh, there's going to have to be some kind of big tournament. Competition. Some competition. Yeah, I think competition draws the best out of everybody. Yeah. So, in my mind, how do you get more? Because the tags are issued to land. How do you get more interest? How do you get more involvement and in people wanting to hunt? The hide market's not there. So, how do you do it? So, just like any other, you know, bass tournament, marlin, you know, wahoo, whatever, we have, we got to have a badass alligator tournament. Hell yeah. Yeah, and, uh, you know, and also just uh, to reiterate on that a little bit, you know, we, uh, anybody looking to, uh, come on the hunt of a lifetime uh get with us you know probably yeah. put you on a uh probably put you on whatever you're looking for so no. look for sure so. so the bayou dragons and um we went to houston we went to dallas we're going to san antonio this texas trophy hunters this next year we're going to have casey and rance with us for anyone that wants to come up talk if they want to just ask questions if they want to buy hunts we're going to be selling alligator hunts that's coming up here for the September season. It's, and depending on what we're talking about, we're, we're trying to create a competition where everybody can be involved that buys a hunt. Correct? Correct. Like, you can buy a hunt in fucking January. You're like, I want one gator tag. You buy that tag, you end up shooting a stud alligator. You shoot something like this right here. You might be in 
some real ass money, oh, like yeah. some real so, fucking money. Yeah. So look, like to say, let's just talk about how to get gator tags. For yeah. Just a second. Yeah. Right? Like so, this is how you, do bro. you get a gator tag? If you own land that has alligator habitat, that's the only way you get alligator tag. You have to have property that has alligators on it. And there's historical data on that. That that is it's mainly issued to private landowners. I mean a hundred percent private landowners. So to get alligator tags, you pretty much have to go with a guide. And that's just the way it is because the tags are issued to private landowners. Ninety to ninety five percent of it has to be guided private hunt. Land, guided hunts. Private landowner issued. That's pretty much it. Uh, and and it also has a lot to do with, you know, um, if you want to have a real uh, good experience with the hunt, then I suggest you find a good guide service to go with. But that's the same way in elk. People right. don't. It is. It's, it's same no way different in elk. because same way in mule deer. It's it's, it's same way in anything. It's it's just as much work. To go find exactly. them and set on them and catch those gators. And catch the so good ones. And, it's, and, uh, you yeah. know, if that's what you're looking for, then that's... And people don't understand that, and that's what I'm trying to, you know, tell them. You're putting in the fucking work. You're yeah. guiding. You're scouting. You're feeding. You're baiting. We're, we're, and, we're, and we're working with landowners, landowners to be able to get and those tags that, to provide for those people to be able to shoot those and, alligators. And, and, and on all, exactly. in all honesty, and just speaking out, like like y'all y'all said elk, but the the difference between alligator hunting in the state of Texas and elk hunting in Colorado is I could draw a tag and I could go fucking hunt whatever I wanted. And sure. I could I could walk up and end up shooting a fucking 300, 400 class Well, you elk. could do that in Texas, too. You There's, could. Yeah, but, I'm just saying. But I'm saying you're not going to get that access to go shoot an alligator. There's no way. Well, the reason why is, like, because everybody down here, because they see alligators in their ditch. They see alligators in the culvert. They see alligators, they see alligators, in, alligators in the bayou, in the, pond, the, the bayou, lake. Wherever they go, they see alligators. So they think it's that easy to catch big alligators. Well, And it's not. It's not because legally, legally, you got to get tags. Yeah. And what most people thinking out of term, like, oh, it's easy to catch the alligators. Like, can you catch an alligator legally? Right. And that's the hard part. Well, you find, can a, shoot find an elk. a big alligator. Find a big one. Find a big one legally. That's, look, that's what, I'm, what I'm trying to say is to people, anyone listening, is if you can find a 12-foot alligator and legally catch it in the state of Texas, and that's you not having the land and not having the waterfront, and then you get a game, or a landowner to get the tick uh, the tags from the federal game wardens or what? There's a yeah. whole fucking process. Yeah, it's and a huge process. It's a way bigger process than getting a elk tag yeah. to go to Colorado. Yeah, or you walk up to Montana. any store to get an elk tag, you can get it. You can like a non-resident elk tag. Yeah, like, you can pay the money to get it. You can't pay the money to get a gator tag. Like, you have to pay for a guide, which is why we have y'all on here. Exactly. So, and it's the same way in Louisiana. Like, to be a helper in Louisiana, you have to have a license. Yeah. To be a helper, not a killer, like, like not a hunter. 
there's different licenses for everything. So it's not exclusive to Texas. Yeah. I mean, everybody has to pay you uh, know, it, a certain price. That's right. That's right. So I just wanted to, I wanted to make that apparent and like I didn't mean to interrupt you. I just want people to know that there is an extensive process to be able to kill a gator legally in the state of Texas and be able to publicize it, talk about it. You know, Rance and Casey killed multiple 12 to 13 foot alligators this year. All of them are legal. Everything, you know, documented. You can't just go out in the fucking water and be like, oh, dude, there's a 12 foot alligator. Pow. Kill it. Pow. It's like, uh, bro, that. No. Like, you can't. I don't give a fuck if you have your fishing license, if you have your hunting license, you have whatever. It's the, the tag deal. The tag deal is probably the most extensive out of any other North American game animal. We got people that all the time calling us, and, and we help them. You know, like, I mean, I've done it a couple of years in a row, help people that, you know, didn't get it. You know, they, they sold some alligator hunts, but didn't technically have any alligator tags. We helped them. Yeah. You know, or, sure. Yeah. You know, sure. Oh, Marky Mark. Yeah. But I'm, I'm just, what I'm trying to do, I'm not trying to go off on that deep of a rant. I'm just saying, yeah, you can have that. The, um, I just want people to know that it is because a, a lot of people, and even people from Louisiana are very ignorant to their, even to their state, to Louisiana. Shit, I'm, I'm ignorant too. I, yeah, I think. Just like all the rules. Rance probably knows more about the rules than I do. And you own your own processing. That's right. I'm, I'm just saying, saying we have a lot of jackasses from Louisiana or other states. Like, dude, they want to be like Louisiana. They want to uh, hunt like Louisiana. It's like, bro, we have, like, the same rules. They're on a lot bigger scale. But everything has to follow the certain agenda to be legal. Well, Louisiana is, like, as far as alligators go. They're way ahead of us. Oh, yeah. Like 10 times ahead of us. Light years. Yeah. Yeah. I we mean, get they, 1100. They started a putback program. So when you collect eggs, and we collect eggs, so when you collect eggs, you put back 17%. That was their original Louisiana rule. Like if you picked up eggs, you had to put back 17% of what hatched, you put it back to guarantee. That you didn't like hinder, like go above the mortality rate, and then they did that for a while, and then they realized like, oh fuck, there's a lot of alligators. Let's drop it. Now, I, I mean, don't take anything. I'm saying like ten. They dropped it to like ten. Then it drops to five. I think they're at three now. Like alligators populated at a high rate. Oh yeah, yeah, like they at a high rate. Dude, there's one thing alligators do, and that's that they fuck. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. So, Casey, so we've talked about, you know, how y'all harvest gators, how you catch them legally in Texas, and, you know, each person, how we're doing the shit. But I know we've talked about beforehand of this podcast, you have an idea on how to make it more popular because it's it's kind of like a dying process in texas i'm saying people no pain intended no pun intended there's no <laughs> there's not like a there's not a huge market for hunting alligators so no i mean yes but i think uh 
for the last three years, we've been talking about doing a contest, like a big contest. Yeah. I just, but I didn't really know exactly how I wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. How how do we structure it? Because there's pretty much private landowner exclusive. How do we how do we get more people involved? You know, this, that, whatever. So the thought is, me and Rance talked about it extensively, and I think. <clears throat> you just had to do like a, a trapper tournament, pretty much four-man teams, up to four-man teams. Maybe do a couple of helpers for each team. And you do uh, ten teams weighing your – the thing is you do length times weight. You can't just do length. It has to be length times weight because we've seen we've seen 12-foot-6 come in with a foot off their tail eating. You know, giant alligators. I've I've literally had a twelve foot two on the table and a twelve foot two and a half on the table right next to each other. I took a picture of it, and the twelve foot two and a half could have eaten the twelve two. Yeah. I mean, he was just giant. So you got to do length times weight. You do your top five gators. Length times weight that gives you your points. Length times weight out of. Points out of four to five man teams for ten teams for yeah. a twenty day Texas season. gator hunting season. Yeah, and length times weight gives you your points. So top five points, you know, and you pay out. You know, you do a payout of a uh, fifty thirty twenty. You know, fifty percent goes to first, thirty goes to uh, it's invitation only. We invite you. You know, you can't just show up with your own team. But on ten teams, you're invited. But so you have ten teams of some of the best trappers in Texas. Which, what we've talked about before, just to give a preview of what is to come with the podcast, is we have some of the best trappers and hunters in the state of Texas sit down and talk to us, and we're gonna we're gonna talk about rules, and we're gonna talk about regulations, and we're gonna talk about stipulations on how this thing is ran, but. Like right now, and just being brutally honest, in the alligator world for Texas and really Louisiana too, if you're a wild alligator hunter, is guiding hunts. Yeah. So you have you know, 10 teams of four to five people hunting. You're going to have most of those gators going to be guided hunts. So you have people that buy in that know they're going to be hunting an alligator, they buy in to the competition. Right? Like, well, am, am well I, so my thought is, is the goal of the tournament is to build, like, get the trappers. So you can take a guided hunt. Like, if, if I'm a trapper and Rance is a trapper, and we're on two separate teams, I can take you, me and you go on a hunt together. Now, since I'm a trapper and I get, you know, between me and my four teammates, we may get 60 tags. I get to enter all 60 gators. But your best five. But your best five. Length times weight. It don't matter if it's a guided hunt or not. So but if you're if you're a hunter, you know, that's what we're trying to figure out. There's, there's a lot to it, and we're still trying to figure yeah, that out. And we're going to figure that out throughout this process, or process, podcast. Um, and there's a lot of people that we're going to, have on here that get more than five tags, but that's what you're wanting per team. The best five gators that are brought per team 
will be the ones that are entered into this, this five, competition. Five or ten. Five we, or ten. We, we originally we talked about ten doing, doing ten gators, but uh, I think that I think me personally, I think that's a a lot better deal because there's such a limited amount, especially for Texas. And then you start bringing in if you bring in some really good trappers from Louisiana, which I think we will end up doing. You know, you want to make it fair to the Texas people that are actually entered into this competition. Well, I mean, the th- the only thing that 10 Gators does is, well, I mean, you got to think, you know, five, if you just get, you know, you kind of get lucky and catch five big Gators. You got to really trap to get 10. 10 solid Gators. You got to really trap to get 10. And, but, you know, in, you know, your 10th Gator might be, you know, which is a really freaking good alligator. It might be a nine-footer. You know, yeah. it might be an eight-footer. That's a great gator. That's what people don't realize is, like, everybody wants to go on a gator hunt, and they think eight-foot. Oh. Well, god dang, eight-foot might be 25 years, 30 years old. Yeah. You know, that's we're, not talking about, we're not talking about a, a four-year-old whitetail. We're talking about a thirty-old-ass old man. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. A dude. A straight-up <laughs> dude. Yeah. That, and that's mud on them tires. Mud on them tires. <laughs> like that motherfucker get muddy. But uh, <laughs> muddy. <laughs> I'm, you bet. <laughs> I'm just talking like because a lot of these guys in Louisiana that you're talking about earlier, like they get these outrageous amount of tags, you know. But most of them, and you've you've been getting some gators from Louisiana. Like, how many of them are actually like just stupid good gators? Not uh, that many. And they got bolts. They got the they got the masses. So they got the numbers. It's man. it's uh you know when I was over there hunting with those guys, <laughs> good friends of mine, Preston, Ryan, those guys. We were over there. Uh, they we set out that many lines, <clears throat> but it was different because I felt like an idiot because like I'd look at a gator head and I'd be like, man, that's an eight foot alligator. Like, and I know. Over here, it's an eight-foot alligator. Like, when we look at it, we shoot it. Like, we look at the head, and, like, it's a nine-foot alligator. You get over there, that's an eight-foot alligator. <clears throat> what? I'm like, nah, that's like a six-foot. No way. That's a nine, or a good eight, nine-foot alligator. No. Kill it. Six-foot. Six-foot. Like, Big heads, man. Giant heads. And, and I, the only thing that I can think of is just being just overpopulated. More more gators are just, you know, bone structure is different, whatever. But to me, it's like a largemouth bass. You pull him up out of a stock pond and he's skinny as hell and a big giant head. Yeah, we do that all the time. I'll catch a, I'll catch a bass over at Carl Freeman's pond. I'll be like, man, that's some bitch right here. As a nine pound body <laughs> on a three pound fucking bass, it's like what the fuck is happening? Like exactly, you just ain't getting enough food, and maybe that's the deal with Texas. But well, it's the thing with Louisiana. Louisiana's got that's what they're dealing with. They just got a they have too abundance many abundance of alligators. Yeah. yeah, and you're trying to, and you're you're really trying, Casey, trying to bring back the hunting aspect of Texas and trapping. Lu- Trapping. trapping, just trapping, trapping. in Louisiana. Just Louis- be a trapper, like like uh, 
if you're a trapper and you know how to catch good gators, enter this tournament because it's going to be worth it. And I really think you're bringing some exciting things. You know, in the in the gator hunting world, I think what you're uh, bringing to the table is going to be very, very badass for for anyone that's interested in hunting alligators and that you know um, has a true passion for it. I think it's um, I think it's awesome what you're what you're going to bring out. Well, and like I said, there's just not a whole lot of substitute right now. But as we go, we're going to do some more podcasts. Get a few more things lined out and uh, be able to talk a little bit more about it. Yeah. I just, I think everybody that does hunt alligators or wants to hunt alligators or wants to buy a hunt for an alligator will find it more interesting on doing this, this, you know, competition. What we're yet to name it, but it's going to be a very interesting. It's going to be a badass event for sure. But, uh, I think we're about to probably wrap it up for the day. Um, had a damn good time visiting with these two individuals and Porter. Um, Rance, I enjoyed the trash out of you, man. Casey, thanks for teaching me a lot about uh, alligator hunting. Porter, you got anything to say? No. Uh, I know a lot of people are asking Rance, uh, when's your new album coming out? Because if anyone doesn't know, uh, Rance May does play Texas country music and if you want to find them, it's on Spotify, Apple Music, um, whatever the fuck platform. It's Rants May and the Coyotes. Yeah. Uh, it's it's looking like it's going to be right at the beginning of the year. Twenty going to put it out. 2023. Yeah, starting out with it. 2023. We'll start out with Rants May Music. If anyone doesn't know, he plays music and he's an avid alligator hunter, so... Um, y'all check him out. Casey Hedges, he is running Porter's Processing. Uh, we've shared some stuff on our story on Instagram, and I hope y'all find him on Instagram, Facebook, and we're going to be working together hand-in-hand on, you know, expanding his brand, and hopefully people find y'all, you know, more people, just not just hunters and people that are from around this area, but everywhere. Right. It's been a pleasure. I appreciate you coming out. I yeah. look forward to the next one. I will definitely be doing more. For sure, man. We'll catch you all next time. Thank you all for hanging out.